What's going on, wrestling fans? Welcome into part two of the NCAA preview. In this edition, we talk to coaches from UPJ, Edinburgh, NJCU, Waynesburg, and Kent State University. If you didn't already, go back and check out part one, where we talk to coaches from Clarion, Seton Hill, Stevens, Fairmont State, Glenville State, and West Liberty University. What's going on, everyone? Welcome into Near Falls with D. Hall, a wrestling podcast. Here we go. Welcome to Near Falls with D. Hall. He's talking on bars and how they win it all. Yeah, it's Near Falls with D. Hall. The final takedown, the glory or the fall. So loosen up. Step on in, wrestle with the need to win. We're talking near falls with D Hall. Ready or not, he's here to brawl. What's going on, wrestling fans? Welcome into another edition of Near Falls with D Hall, a wrestling podcast. Joining me now, uh, we have Mr. Ty Reinhardt, uh, head assistant at UPJ, newly named head assistant at UPJ. Uh, joining us on the call. Ty, how you doing? I'm good, man. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're excited to have you on. Uh, Marky and I definitely, we love UPJ. We love uh, everything that you guys stand for, the family, the brotherhood. Uh, I just went down and saw the facility a couple weeks ago. Obviously, it's a beautiful facility. Nice tucked back in the corner. And it's. Uh, we were just talking before we hit the record button here how pretty it is uh, of a drive. Um, but talk about, uh, your off season program. Obviously we had you on in long form earlier, uh, last year at some point, but talk about your off season and, uh, being named head assistant. Yeah, it's been great. So, um, they finally just approved me to be actually the first ever full-time assistant coach here. It's, uh, pretty crazy that, this program's the success we've had through this program over all the years, you know, with Coach Bakora, and we've never had a full-time assistant. So I'm extremely grateful to be in the position that I am, to be the first guy. So the timing was right, and it all worked out. So I get to stay here a little bit longer. Um, and it's pretty cool. Like, I'm basically doing the same thing I've been doing, just, you know, getting more involved now that I'm up here full-time, you know, learning more about the recruiting aspects and – um, just being in the room as much as possible and everything like that, you know, traveling to different events now to try and get kids, you know, just 100 percent in and, you know, just looking forward to the future and see what we can make out of it. Yeah. Speaking of that, you got you were just a Super 32 this weekend. Yeah, it was. It was uh, it was pretty awesome. It's That's an amazing event. tournament. It is. Yeah. Oh, my it's, Lord. It's pretty impressive. Um, starting off the season uh how's the uh preseason looking and uh do you have any like young freshmen that are catching your eye before we get into your leaders yeah so it's been great um the culture here is at an all-time high and these guys are amazing you know i we have a group of guys that truly just love wrestling and it's awesome because you know it takes a lot of stress off us you know we don't have to force kids to be in the wrestling room or force them to get extra workouts in they're pushing each other, you know, on and off the mat. 
they're all very good friends and that makes our life much easier when we have that bond and it's been great and yeah um we have we have a couple young freshmen um chad Isaias is one of them he was one of our bigger recruits he's a two-time pennsylvania state champion um we don't know what his plans are yet you know if we're gonna redshirt him or if he's gonna be in the lineup but only time will tell but we have a handful of guys, you know, no Gnebus, he's the local guy, Mount Pleasant. Um, those are some of the main guys, but yeah. Very cool. Uh, you know, we're looking down your lineup here, man. You, uh, like uh, a lot of guys, you, you're, you're really in the honey hole right out there. You have young guns in your backyard. Uh, Johnstown, uh, the Greensburg, Johnstown area, ton of good wrestling. We see a ton of names from the Whippeo. Is that a uh, strong recruiting base for you guys? Yeah, it is for sure. You know, uh, especially guys that want to stay close to home. And um, it's definitely tough. Recruiting Division Two is definitely a hard thing. You know, um, you know, everybody has the dream of being a Division One wrestler. But, um, I mean, Division Two is it's very hard. And that's what we try to preach to these kids. You know, we're – we're a top division two program. You know, I think we compete and we have competed with a lot of the lower level division one programs. And I think we will continue to do that. But yeah, the Whippeal area is definitely huge for us. Um, you know, the, it's one of the top places to wrestle in the entire world. You know, some of the people that have come out of there. So we all are always looking forward to that area, but um, you know, expanding from it as well, but obviously, you know, those guys are the best. So, Try to get as Absolutely. many as possible. That's why we're not surprised to hear that Noah and Chad are killing it. A couple with the old freshmen that yeah, are for uh, sure. nice standouts. Um, so I guess that would lead into some other guys that we would expect. That uh, who are some of the uh, leaders that are, that are in the room right now? Uh, it's it's honestly hard to pick, and you know how we always preach family and stuff. We don't pick captains. You know, we truly believe that. Even if you're an incoming freshman, you're just as much as leader as the guy ahead of you. So we we make sure everyone is pushing each other. We don't pick a leader and be like, hey, follow him. You know, you should have to be that guy as well. You know, you should want people to follow you. I don't care how old you are. If, if you're a fifth, six-year senior, if you're a true freshman, you can be a leader at any program and just doing the right things on and off the mat. And we have those guys, you know, that we have those freshmen that are at every single practice, making good grades, doing everything right the whole way up through, you know, to our seniors, you know, Brock Biddle, Nate Smith, Jake Ely, Dylan Keene, the list, every single one of our guys is a leader, you know, so it's, it makes our life easy. And, you know, I'm just, I'm very excited about this team we have. Yeah. You're definitely bringing back one hell of a team, man. You, you spoke on a couple of those guys um, in particular, obviously, you got the legend head coach Pat Pacora leading the charge. Uh, what's it been like, kind of him being a father figure to you all these years now? You're coaching under him. Oh, it's been amazing. I mean, he took a chance on me and changed my life by bringing me in this program. And I, you know, we haven't looked back since. You know, we've created an amazing relationship. I look to that guy through anything on and off the mat. I know if I caught him right now needing help with anything, he would be there for me. And he's like that with every single one of the guys. It doesn't matter if you're the best kid on the team or the worst kid on the team. He's going to take care of you. And it's he's the best to, he's the best to do it and I'm extremely grateful to be in the position that I am. 
So is it just you and Patty? Do you have some other guys that are floating around helping out? Yeah, so we have Shad Benton. He is uh, he's actually a former national champion for us um, back in the day. He does a lot of recruiting, so he does a good job reaching out to guys, getting them you know, through everything, getting them on campus and taking care of all that stuff. And then um, Jody Stripmatter is still around as much as he can be. Um, he's extremely busy with young guns. But um, it's awesome for us because he just built one of the nicest wrestling facilities in the country, and it's 25 minutes from our campus. So the guys have the opportunity, you know, to go out there and train on the weekends and, you know, reach out to him for anything. So we have a pretty amazing coaching staff. And, you know, I, I think we have the best coaching staff in the country on paper for sure. Love that. Absolutely. Uh as we get into the schedule here uh, to the season, what's that look like? Uh, obviously, it picks up uh, towards the end of November, and you know everything really boils down in March. Uh, but how do you build your guys for that point? Um, I think just just keeping it all together, you know, just try and stay as consistent as possible, you know, and you don't want guys peaking too early or you know not being ready at the end. It's just a consistent thing, you know, being ready every single day, every single week, every single month, you know, nothing changes, um, you know, not trying to kill the guys, not trying to go too light. It's kind of, we've kind of just stick to consistency. And I think that is what we're best at. And that speaks for the program itself. And coach Bacora preaches consistency. And that is what he has done with this program for as long as he's been there is it's just consistency. You know, a lot of programs, we talk about can be good for one day or one year, but can you be good day after day, after month, after month, year after year, after year. So I think we, we do that pretty well. And I think it's going to be another amazing season. Um, so as far as your schedule goes, do you, is that something that Pat kind of sets and you guys follow it year after year after year, or do you guys kind of rotate around a little bit? Yeah, he, he handles all that for now. Um, I'm sure I'll get into that later on, but he's been taking care of that. And it's pretty similar every single year. You know, we wrestle all the conference matches and they're normally around the same time because, you know, it makes it life easier for all the coaches, you know, just keeping the same thing. Um, we, we have a couple new events in there and different teams that we're wrestling, but for the most part, it stays pretty consistent. Absolutely. Uh, so what are some goals or expectations you have for this team? Obviously, you know, you have a lot of, uh, returning seniors, you have some up and coming freshmen, a lot of like, uh, diamonds in the rough. My, one of my personal favorites, Isaiah Vance, Hempfield, Whippy old boy, very tough heavyweight. I think that he could do big things. Uh, so what are your, what are some of your goals and expectations for this team? Um, I mean, obviously we have the goals of, you know, winning the conference every year. I think that's where we start, you know, winning the PSAC um, dual meet season, um, then trying to win the super region. We're in the super region one. We try to win that. And then, you know, hopefully get back up in one of those top spots and get a team trophy. Um, I think we're getting there each year, um, but we kind of just focus on just being as good as we can be each week. You know, like we try not to get, too overwhelmed with just you know i have to be a national champ or we have to be team champs because then it just puts a lot of pressure on yourself we kind of just hey just go out there every single match control what you can control 
and score as many points as you possibly can. And at the end of the match, whatever happens, happens. And, you know, it takes all 10 guys, and that's what we preach. So just the consistency of that, that and just, you know, being the best we can be every single day, you know, putting the best team out there every single week for each match, whoever's out there is out there, and just going through the season like that. And then, you know, the outcomes will, you know, they'll, they'll happen themselves. Love that. No doubt, Ty. A uh, couple more questions for you, and we're going to leave you go. Uh, do you guys do a wrestle-off, a blue gold, or a, what's that look like? No, we don't. So that's another thing. Um, we don't like doing that. We, uh, we kind of keep everything in the wrestling room. You know, it's just like coach preaches with the family. You know, if you want to fight, you fight in the room, and that's our business and no one else's. And we really – every you're wrestling off every day, whether – you know, we see the guys, how they're practicing, how they're performing, the character, how they're acting at practice. You know, are they all in or you have an attitude or, you know, all that stuff. So that's what we always say. You're wrestling off every day. We see what's going on. We normally know who the guy is. If it's very close, then, yeah, we, we wrestle matches every Friday. We don't bring in a referee or anything. We just we have we myself and coach, we don't even referee them. We let the other guys just, you know, just keep time. No one's even like keeping score. We're just watching and we just let them go at it. You know, and I think, I think that's great for a program. You know, it keeps it between us and it keeps the guys close with each other, you know, cause it sucks. You know, somebody's not going to be the starter and, but you have to keep the family together and you have to keep them around. So I like how we do it that way. And I think we're going to continue to do it that way. Another guy I want to touch on before I ask you my final question of the night. Uh, one guy that really seemed to push through, and obviously I want to keep touching on the Whippeal guys here, Nate Smith, a Franklin Regional guy, man. He really had a season push through and uh, earned All-American status. What a Talk about his run, and uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that kid, He's you couldn't ask for a better kid. Like If we could have 10 Nate Smiths on our team, we would. You know, you don't have to ask anything out of him. He's at, he doesn't miss anything ever on or off the mat, making the grades. One of the hardest workers I've ever seen in my entire life. Wins every run in preseason, you know, first one in the room, last one out type of guy. And that's just, those are the guys you want on your team. He's one of those guys, you know, he never even made the high school state tournament. And now he's placing the division two national tournament. And that just comes from hard work and consistency and, you know, and he finally believes in himself and we believe in him. And I truly think if once we get things going, he could be at the top of that podium. He was he was eighth last year, which is amazing. And that's the first postseason tournament he's ever placed in. But I think he could he can even be better. So I'm really looking forward to him. He's amazing. Love that. Sky's the limit this year for Nate, no doubt about it. Uh, before we leave you go, man, anything you want to uh, anyone or anything you want to shout out? No, just uh, maybe give us a follow on some social media. We're getting better at that, you know, starting. It's just uh, it's Mountain Cat Wrestling. Um, it's just MTN uh, Cat Wrestling. And then, um, yeah, our first home match is it's a Thursday, November 3rd against West Liberty. So check it out. Oh, boy, is that going to be a dog fight, Marky? Yeah, let's go. Oh, that. man. Be a dog fight. We got, we that, got a lot of juice in that matchup. That's, That's probably right. one we might uh, end up at there, Donnie. But in yeah. case we cannot make it for one reason or another, Ty, 
Are you guys going to have any sort of streaming options this year? Yeah, there will be streaming on our website. You just go to the schedule. Nice they stuff. always have a link that you can click on. Nice. Beautiful. Good stuff. Good stuff as always. Ty, thank you so much for coming on. And we look forward to having you on, uh, you know, down the road after the season's over and whatnot. Absolutely, man. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, Ty. All right. Joining us now, head coach of Edinburgh University, Mr. Matt Hill. How are you, sir? Doing good. Doing good. Got uh, the kids in bed and uh, had a youth practice tonight. So one from one wrestling room to to another. Bedtime duty is always a big duty, isn't it? (laughs) It just depends on the evening. Like you got to get showers, you got to get baths, homework. So I'm not at the homework part, but like I'm I'm getting there on the bedtime duty. I'm like, man, this is whole thing is a process every single night. Yeah, I I mean. yeah, it's fun. Sometimes it's a little th- one night's way different than the next night. So it just depends on what's going on that night. So, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So obviously, you're joining us here. We're we're right around the corner. You know, it's October. the The weather's starting to change. Uh, how is how did the off season program go for you? Uh, we had a really good off season. Um, real strong showing. Uh, you know, a lot of commitment out of the guys. Um, China, uh, you know, some new faces, in, you know, coming on the team through, you know, incoming freshmen and a couple of transfers. So it was a great, it was a great experience getting these guys all bonding and working hard together. So it went well. The preseason was great too. So you talked about those incoming freshmen and, and new guys, transfers, et cetera. Who are some of those guys, uh, freshmen or newcomers that, that you've identified that could make some <clears throat> waves early in the season? Well, I think uh, there's, there's some transfers that we feel like they can make some immediate impact with our team um, with Jared McGill from coming from Pitt and another guy named uh, Luke Kemmer coming in from Pitt. So both, you know, really, really good, tough high school kids um, still want to prove themselves in college. So uh, the guys are working, those two are working their tails off to get in the lineup and make their mark in the college wrestling world. So um, and then <clears throat> down low, we have uh, another kid from, uh, Bucknell came in. His name's Aiden Lewis. So we're looking for him to, you know, fight for a spot at 125. So and he had a really good freshman year and beat some tough guys. So we're looking to have him um, come in and challenge for a spot. This only obviously. So, um, but yeah, then just a lot of journeymen, a lot of journeymen freshmen coming in, guys that were uh, looking to develop and hopefully they can break the lineup or be good guys to you know develop and get better through the next year too. Obviously, we're at the end of October here, and, you know, it's the time of year where you really start to figure out who the leaders are in your room. Who are some of those guys that you have identified as the vocal or, you know, mental leaders in your room? Um, you know, I we we had our team captains, our, our guys voted on them. So, um, Jared McGill, you know, a new guy, they, they he's, you know, been here since last spring. But he really stepped it up, and he's got a really good uh, demeanor about him with leadership. And he's all business, and he's looking to, you know, take that leadership role on and make it part of his, his success story here at Edinburgh. Um, you know, Cody Mulligan's been around for a long time, and he's a veteran. He's uh, just a guy a lot of people look up to, and they want, you know, and he works really hard. He's a he's a good country boy. It works hard, and 
does the right thing. So he's another guy. Sagertown boy, correct? Yeah, Sagertown kid. So um, we're looking to hopefully have a good breakout year this year as well. So, um, and, and then, you know, uh, sometimes it's young son heroes, guys that, you know, don't have the wrestling accolades but work really hard. So we have guys like that on the team. And you know, a lot of guys, they did vote for, uh, you know, a guy like Jake Pell. He's one of those guys been trying to break in the lineup. He's a freedom boy. And uh, he works harder than anybody else in the room. He's a lot of guys respect that, and he brings a lot of a good characteristics and values to our program. Love that freedom, boy. You had to stick that in there, Matt Hill. I love that freedom yeah. through and through. That's good stuff. And that brings up a good point, man. You got a couple guys on your team from the Whippeal. Um, Is that one of the areas that you kind of try to sneak down in and grab guys from? Of course. I mean, if you're not recruiting out of WPIL, you're not really doing the job. Uh, you know, obviously the best wrestling in the country, um, tough, toughest district in the in the world. Um, so it's one of those things where, you know, you have to get down in there and build some relationships and, you know, pull a kid here and there out of that, that district. So it's super important. To, and it's not that far. So it's an hour and a half, two hours for most of those kids. Absolutely. Uh, moving on. As you kind of build these guys, uh, what are the coaching staff that, that you're leaning on to build these guys up? Uh, well, I mean, we have Coach, Coach E, um, Ernest James, uh, just a really great mentor for a lot of these guys who look up to him in that sense. He's, uh, he's always in with their academic, in the academic world, making sure they're doing good, uh, you know, study tables and stuff like that. So he has a good handle and a good eye on, you know, off the mat stuff as well. Um, he gets to see him a lot in the evenings. And then, um, you know, coach Bath uh, is our other assistant. He's, he's a, um, a local guy. He, he uh, embedded in the community and you know, he's always, you know, there for the guys when they need him. And he's a great workout partner for, and any guy in the room, actually. So we, he's really helping and develop those young guys as well. Awesome stuff. Uh, what are some of the goals and expectations that you have for this team? Obviously, you, you've taken over the program a few years ago, but, you know, you got to build towards something. So what are the goals and expectations for this team? Yeah, that means a good question. And, you know, we're always – having our guys set their goals and write them down. And I do the same thing. So uh, we want to, we, we want to have a, you know, gr great uh, academic performances off the mat. So we want, we want a lot of good, good students and we want to make sure they're doing you know good in the classroom because that always correlates to good wrestling. So the better you do in the classroom, the better you're going to do in the mat as well. Um, but in you know, the, the, Nuts and bolts. We want to, you know, we want to have five, six national qualifiers, and we want to come back and we want to win the MAC conference. So that's our goal, and we got the we got the guys to do it. I strongly believe that. So um, we want to make sure we're, we're shooting for those goals. So if we get if we get five or six guys NCAs and win the MAC conference, that'd be a pretty good year for us. Good stuff. Uh, you know, we talk about you know the goals here, trying to build towards the MAC conference and towards NCAs. How do you set your schedule up to build those guys for success? I mean, guys like our the guys we have on our program, we need they need a lot of matches. They need they need to get the they need to develop through getting a lot of matches. Um, some of the bigger schools, some of those really really good top recruits and um, high rank guys, they might not need 30, 40 matches to uh, you know a season because they they already have their name established in a conference that that gives them that clout. 
um, you know, with more qualifiers and more auto bids. But <clears throat> so we gotta we gotta make sure we go to events, um, some opens, some invites, uh, and then get to a, one or two big events like Vegas and Midlands and stuff like that. So you have to put those on your schedule because if we just wrestle, guys are all at our level and not gonna get any better. So you have to make sure you you know put put yourself in situations, wrestle some of the best guys in the country, and, and that helps out. Uh, with confidence to let you know where you're at, let you know the adjustments you need to, need to make, and you have to uh, you have to challenge yourself if you want to be any good in the sport. So, when are rest offs for you guys, or do you guys do rest offs, or is it in the yeah, room? We, I know it's a little bit different for everyone. Yeah, we'll have a rest off uh, situation this Thursday. It's always evolving, leading up to rest offs. On you know, if there's a little bit of now, can we? Can we can we catch that on like? Is there a stream it'll be on flow. or link? It'll be on flow. Yeah, it'll be on flow stream. So we'll have that uh, on the website and stuff, ready to go. Um, it's already it's it's listed as one of the events on the flow streaming system. So um, just jump on there. So we'll have uh, we have a few weight classes. We don't really have much of a wrestle off. But we'll have you know some weight classes that have four or five guys that we got to figure it out. So we'll have like a match matchup system, and then kind of have like a, a a preliminary round and then we'll have a you know more of a you know the final round for the uh for the spot so obviously wrestlers on wrestle offs aren't always every like the deciding factor on who the starter is there's a lot of other varying various things that can happen throughout the season so but it's a good way to um get the guys you know on, on one of the big things getting them down to weight getting them you know ready to go and making sure they're ready before the first competition declaring open so preparing them but and they're they're necessity, I think, just to for that point, not to not to see who the starter is. That takes care of itself. I would say just to get them down the weight, getting prepared one week before they before they uh get out there for the first competition. One more question before I ask you the last question of the night. Uh one of my favorite families in the Whippeal, Gabe Willishow, the Willishow family. Talk about yeah. him and, and what if a what addition he's been to the Edinburgh programs. Okay, Gabe's a great kid. He um he's a free spirit. Um always, you know, kinda making everybody happy around him. He uh, he's a creative wrestler. Um kind of his nature too. He's kind of listen, you're you're beating around the bush. He's a creative wrestler. Me and Marky watch him roll across his back like with a lead with 30 seconds left in the third period. I'm like, oh my lord. But yeah. I love it. It's good stuff. Yeah, he's he's a guy that you got to be ready to wrestle. Um, he's going to put you in situations that you've never been in before. So he and he it's it's not like he's catching you. It might seem like that way, but he practices that way. And he he's not he is fundamentally sound too. He has really good technique. He has really good positioning. Um, but he also has another weapon, and it's it's his uh, on his creative way of opening guys up and putting them in bad positions and finding the cradle, finding the head and arm here and there. So uh, he's dangerous. That's probably the best way to put it. He's a dangerous wrestler. Um, right once word. you, you know, put him in, put him in the right spot in the NCAA bracket, the dude can win, the dude can be in the semis somehow. So he's, he's that dangerous and we're looking forward to that happening. So uh, yeah, but Gabe, Gabe's been a, he's a, he's a pleasure to have around. He's always, he's always positive. Um, he's looking to just lift everybody up and have fun, and you know he loves to wrestle live. He loves live wrestling. That's I love that. So, and, and you yeah. know, when when he was 
And when he was ripping through the Poway bracket and he was just throwing the kitchen sink at all these kids, I'm like, this dude is something. Yeah, he's fearless. Yeah, he's fearless. So it's something we really love about him. Um, you know, hopefully he has a great season and get a, um, you know, make sure he's healthy and happy and get him out on the mat. Love that. Love that. Coach, yeah. any anyone or anything you want to shout out before we leave you guys? Um, no, man. Just thanks for having me on. Uh, you know, we got a, a we're looking to have a completely different season this year compared to last year. I'm excited for it. Uh, it's, it seems like this time of year. COVID, get out of that shit. Let's yeah. get it rolling, right? Yeah, and I think the big thing is it's just we're you know we we do our summer training and then preseason. It just seems like forever until the season gets here. So now it's going to be here. It's going to go really fast. That's kind of how it always happens. So um, I'm excited for the wrestling to kick, 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 get back started and getting kicked in. And we're um, we're excited for our guys to compete on a on a weekly basis. So that's all I got, man. Um, we have uh, we have some season tickets on sale. Come support the Borough Wrestling. Check out our schedule. Um, going to be have a fun year. Matt, thank you so much for coming on. I can't wait to watch the uh, the squad just take off this year. Thanks, guys. Coach, thank you. Appreciate it. And joining us now live, we have our good buddy, friend of the show, the Jersey boy uh, out of NJCU head coach, Mr. Harry Turner. How are you, sir? I'm good, boys. If we're talking, that means the season's right around the corner and I'm fired up about it. Absolutely, man. Uh First things first, how was the off-season program for you guys? Uh, it was really good. We had a lot of new faces, so it was a lot of onboarding, a lot of last-minute recruiting. But uh, we brought in 15 new names. Those guys all had to be set up in the dorm, get them trained up, get them starting to understand the philosophy we're going to go with when we start the season. So it was good to uh, it was good to get that many guys in. It was an awesome off-season. Whirlwind, but fun. Awesome stuff. Love to hear that. Uh, as your season starts to get going here, I mean, you're really in the thick of the preseason, you know, wrestle offs or what, what may have you right around the corner. Uh, who are some of the guys that you have identified as leaders of your team? We got two guys coming back from last year that I think are really stepping up right now. And that's Jeff Johnson. He was at 157 last year, our lone NCAA qualifier, third in the regional. Uh, he's dropping down to 49. When he first came to me, he's a transfer out of Sacred Heart, state placer out of Middlesex a couple years back in Jersey. He came in just fat and hopeless at about 183 pounds. <laughs> now he's dropping down to 49. He looks good. He's slim. He came in in fighting shape. So he's our team captain. He's doing well with that responsibility. And then we got Damian Lee Torres down low, 125, seventh place last year in the Mideast. So he's looking to come back at the same weight, add on to his freshman campaign. He's looking good. Awesome stuff. Uh, so uh, you, you mentioned that you have 15 guys coming in. Uh, any freshmen or newcomers that, that you recognize that, uh, as the preseason starts here? Yeah, we got uh, Marcus Hebron coming to us. He was a 197 maybe, uh, maybe 184 even. He's a little light right now. Last year he was a state placer for Lower Cape May in his senior year. Nice to have an upper weight anchor in the room coming in as a state placer. Already knows how to fight already knows how to move a big man. So that's good to see him showing some stuff early. And then we got uh, the Tory brothers. One is a sophomore, but he missed all last year with a broken ankle. The other is Lucas, 
his younger brother, both state qualifiers at a powerhouse, Brick Memorial, both guys who know what it's like to be part of a program, help out a team, you know, go the right weight, do the right things, hit the right drills. So they'll help out immensely. And then we got a transfer out of Middlesex, uh, Farhan Khan, who is uh, he, he's from Carteret which is a very weak wrestling program traditionally. I mean, back in the day, they were very good, but they uh, kind of fell off in the last couple of years. I think he was their first region champ in, I want to say, 50, 40 years, something like that. So he's an athletic freak. I'd like to see what he does in 74-84. Very good stuff there, Coach. As we move on to the next part here, uh, what is your coaching staff looking like? I, I know that when Marky and I started looking at, at your uh, your lineup here, man, you got a hell of a staff. Talk to me about it. Uh, I'm very fortunate in that two of the guys I coached at the University of Buffalo both ended up working and living within 20 minutes of Jersey City. So my my heavyweight, my training partner when I was up there, Jake Gunning, he's a three-time uh, NCAA qualifier, MAC champ. He has a big boy job downtown. So he's a real estate developer, works across town lives, I don't know, 10 minutes away. He's been such a great, intense presence for these guys the last couple of years coming out of, he's a PA boy. He's coming out of Liberty, came up under Karam. So he has no, no calm and no chill to him. Yep. He came up Grew up Karam. in the Lehigh Valley. You don't have a choice. <laughs> yeah. So he adds some nice fire to us. And uh, the other one is Jason Estevez, who we added this year. He was our 41, 49, a couple years starter for the Bulls up there. Same thing. Came up under Stutz. He knows how to run a room. He has a voice of authority, helping out with these guys a lot. He's a huge addition this year. You're taking over this program. You're starting it, and now you're starting to build it up. Uh, what are some of the goals and expectations you have at this point uh, in your journey as starting this program? I mean, part of the journey was just getting these big classes and filling the room. My first year when we got there, I had two guys transfer within the first three weeks who were just looking to come home. One was at Roger Williams. One was up at Johnson and Wales with Coach Lonnie, both just trying to come back to Jersey for different reasons. Besides those two that first year, we had six dudes come in. I think two of them had never even wrestled before. One was a boxer. Another dude was like, yeah, I do karate, and I think I might be good at it. And I was like, yeah, sure, strap up. Here's a pair of shoes, you know? So part of the goal is just to get us to the point where we have 30 dudes who are trained, who know how to be part of a program, who lift the culture. Some of those guys are still with me. Some of those guys have learned how to wrestle and they're still uh, cleaning up their grades and you know being part of the team day in and day out and motivating the guys. They're awesome. That's but awesome. yeah, getting, getting a bunch of kids out of the clubs, out of the big programs, getting them to where, uh, where we have a team that knows the expectations before they come in. I think we've achieved that. And obviously, besides that, we want to build. We had one national qualifier. I want three. I want five. I want seven. You know, that's going to be the next steps. But in D3, you're talking about, you know, take top three out of 20 now. It's not going to be easy. So anybody who's national qualifier in D3 earned it. I'll say that. So now that's a great segue into my next question. Uh, you know, as you get into that, that regional tournament at, at the end of the year, you're building towards March, you know. What is how do you build your schedule to have those guys peak at that time? So last year I was really fortunate in that I was able to ease off the travel as we went into February because the regional tournament D3 is at the end of February. So we were able to pull it where, you know, my last couple of away matches were NYU, TCNJ. Uh, I had Cortland come in, Hunter come to us. 
all within about 40 minutes. So that was definitely part of it was to slow down on the travel and let these guys get a little bit more recovery time. This year, I wasn't as fortunate. We're going up to Cortland two weeks before. And these guys are just going to have to get through it. But uh, definitely tapering off. That's part of it is uh, tapering off the training, really focus in on the guys that need the work. Unfortunately, it's tougher. You got to get your individuals in with the backups. But when it's come down to February, you're doing individuals basically with your 10. Those are the guys that matter. You got guys rotating in on them, fresh bodies at all times. Uh, but yeah, just knowing that they've done it before, they're going to go through the tough tournaments. They're going to have, they're going to be hit most of the top teams in the Mideast region. They're all going to be guys they've seen before and either you're closing the gap on them or you're furthering it if you already won. And just preaching that the entire way down the stretch is really important. Yeah, Marky knows. Remember back in LHU days, we were hitting, I don't know, we'd have fake EWLs going into the conference tournament. There would just be, I mean, we were freshmen at the time when we were teammates. So our job was basically to just wait hand and foot on the starters and make sure that they were ready to go. <laughs> if you had to give up a takedown to make a guy feel good, that's what you had to do. That's part of being a good teammate. Absolutely. I was uh, go out and get a beating that day and be okay with it. Yeah. And then tell the guy how much he beat you so that he, yeah, felt you're so good, Henry, man. You're so yeah. good. <laughs> that high thigh is really working. My back really hurts, man. Thanks. Thanks. You're doing you went good. out and beat Bubba that year, though. So who cares? You're damn right. You are absolutely <laughs> right. Uh, HT, my man, when are wrestle offs? Uh, November 5th. We actually, um, Last year was my first year going through a full season. The D3 rules say you can start practices October 10th and then start competition November 1st. So I think the first weekend fell on like November 3rd or something. So I got three weeks of practice with these dudes and then I put them in the rack and I threw them out there against Rutgers. And as cool as that was for those kids, and they'll have that memory for the rest of their lives. Going Dude, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this year, changed up the philosophy a little bit. Now I get four weeks of practice and then wrestle-offs. And then we'll start our season by going up to Scranton and hitting a lot of good teams in the Mideast. But, uh, I mean, it was a memory, like I said, those kids will never forget. But three weeks, three weeks is not enough to prepare for any opponent, let alone a Big Ten opponent. So, Pumping the brakes a little bit this year. The, the Electric long. City Duels. What a name. Yes, sir. The Electric City Duels. I, we got Eastone that day. Scranton. Oneata comes down. It's a good prep for the uh, for the Mideast region. Hit all those guys early. Very good stuff. Uh, do you guys do any streaming options or any way we can catch your matches online? Absolutely. I would not be a good coach if I was not promoting, man. NJCUGothicKnights.com. Uh we throw up everything we can up there. We always stream every home match. I believe the wrestle-offs will be streamed. If not, I'll set up a YouTube live in the corner. But the word will be got out one way or another. Love that, Coach. Uh, <laughs> anything or anyone you want to shout out before we leave you go? I mean, if we leave this show and we don't congratulate my boy Aaron McKinney, who I know you two are tight with, for joining the D3 coaching ranks, I'm going to be real upset. Oh, man, you know what? We've had it. He's going to be part of this. Uh, we're doing this whole I would uh, hope project so. here. He's going to be part of it, man. That's awesome. Good stuff. The more man. Haven boys we can get coaching in the college ranks, we got, I think out of that team, we got me and McKinney. We got Danny Neff down at Navy. We got Freddie Garcia up at Binghamton. 
like uh, I think, yeah, we're up around, we're floating around four or five out of 10 starters, all still coaching in NCAA. So that coach got more coaching to, It's starting to flourish quickly. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I gave him a, uh, I'm kind of bitter about it. So my first year, I couldn't get any home matches. No one would agree to come out. It's all, you know, you come out to us this year. I promise we'll come get you next year. And then they never come. So uh, I was said to McKinney, you know, with my three years experience to his zero, like I'm some kind of aged wisdom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Give Twist her. his arm, HT. Twist it. No, I went the other way. I was like, all right, McKinney, you're my boy. Like, I'll come out to you for your first one. Like, I know you're not going to get it. So I'm going out to Waynesburg uh, sometime in January. I'm coming Love out. Love that. Let's go. Hitting Kenny, Let's and I'm hitting go. McDaniel, which is coached by Steve Fittery. It's funny you brought him up, Vano. Matt's younger brother. So, uh. And then after I made that promise, I looked up where Waynesburg is, and now I'm on the hook for like a seven-hour bus ride <laughs> that I gave out of the generosity of my heart like an idiot. It'll be great oh, to see Kenny. Rough call, man. Rough call. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It's uh, it's character building, you know? You go out to the Pittsburgh area in the middle of January, you breathe in some good Monongahela River air. Oh, and man. It'd be miserable, <laughs> and it's like sleeting and raining. Yes. I've never seen sunshine in Pittsburgh. Never once easy. in my life. Easy. All right. We're not going to do a Pittsburgh slander here, Jersey boy. Take it easy over there. I appreciate uh, it, though. <laughs> no, I miss coming out there, man. I love it. just everybody knows wrestling. Everybody Speaking knows football. Speaking of that, we do have, I do have one more question. Go I for have it. a bone to pick with you. You don't have one Whipple guy on your roster. What the hell, dude? Dude, listen, do you know how many great wrestling institutions are in between the Whippeal and Jersey City? I got to get them to drive past Lockhaven, Clarion, Bloom. That's just on Route 80. Yeah, That's you're right. Route 80. <laughs> so as soon as I get a guy on campus, he'll fall in love with it. I mean, Jersey City is a very Pittsburgh-like sized, and uh, the campus is actually pretty similar to Pitt if Pitt had, you know, like half the money and a little bit smaller. So I think I can get a guy to fall in love with it. I just got to get one out there. You guys got to send one out to me. We'll work on that for sure. HD, always a pleasure. Friend of the podcast, Harry Turner, thank you for coming on, my friend. See you guys later, man. Thanks for having me on. All right, HD. Now joining us on the call, we have former West Allegheny Indian and our good buddy, Aaron McKinney. Aaron, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, man. Glad to be here talking with you guys again. Oh, man. Super excited to have you on. Talk about the Waynesburg Jackets, man. Jack it up. We're so excited. We obviously talked to you in long form and uh, the decision and the process and all that. But, man, let's let's talk about wrestling, man. You you had the offseason program. Uh, talk about moving in and taking over this new program. Uh, what's it been like? Yeah, man, I, it's it's been good, and uh, this week especially been extremely excited and juiced up. Um, we Monday yesterday was our first day of official practice. I could be in a room with the guys. Um, two great days. We had morning conditioning, individual drills, practice on Monday. Had uh, some individual drills. Had some lifting today. The kids are working their butt off. They they seem to be bought in, and um, they're exci as excited as I am. I had a couple good conversations last night after workout. So I mean, I'm excited. Obviously, like we talked about before, there was a lot that went in the transition, but these guys are definitely making it worthwhile. And I think uh, ready to make a big splash. These kids are going to surprise a lot of people this year. So I I'm stoked, man. 
So you talk about uh, some of these kids surprising a lot of people this year. Uh, I know it's, you know, you're early on in the process, but, you know, obviously you have some of these guys in this in the room that you're familiar with. So who are some of the guys that you've kind of found to be your leaders in the room? I mean, a lot of them have stepped up, whether it's freshmen, sophomore, seniors. Um, but it's nice getting that energy back. I mean, as you guys follow a little bit last year and knew that, the lineup was a little bit uh, decimated and struggled with injuries and coming off a COVID year and just all the battles they had to go through just to have a competitive season last year. So getting guys back that were off the mat, like uh, Colby is working his butt off. Colby Morris, he's a guy that was – he's essentially been off for two years with the COVID year and then away at basic training last year. Uh, we got guys like uh, Harley Constable was off the mat last year with some injuries. Um, Seth Evans is a guy coming back, was on the mat last year, is making strides. Kyle Hinnerman, another guy in that, uh, that's been around for a couple years in, in the in a sport and on the mat, but making strides, putting a lot of work, focusing on the little things that he has to focus on. Um, our bigger guys, guys like Trent Patrick, um, a guy like uh, Aiden Bischoff, Luke Levanaway, um, kind of taking charge of things and making holding holding our guys accountable, making sure they're getting in the room, doing the workouts even before I was able to get in the room with them. And then just all that with these older guys and all the work they're putting in, I think the young guys have kind of bought in. I can't even say necessarily to my system yet or, or my philosophies because it's only been two days I'm in the room, but talking with the older guys and kind of getting them on the same page, they brought these young guys along. They're ready to step up. Um, I think they've, they're starting to build some confidence and realize that they can make a big impact right away. Um, whether it's pushing, making our room more competitive or stepping on a mat and, and putting some points on the board for us. Obviously you take over a team. What does your schedule look like, uh, as you get into the, you know, the meat of your season? Got a good season. So starting off, we're, uh, I don't want to say unlucky, but kind of shortened preseason. Uh, we got about 16 days, 15 days now until we get to our wrestle-off. So 10-26 is our wrestle-off, black and orange uh, dual meet there. And then we'll go out and have kind of a large practice or a scrimmage with Glenville State and a couple other schools. And then the following week, November 5th, it's uh, hit the ground running. So we start off heavy on the tournament side, three weekends in a row, the third one being our Waynesburg dual tournament. Uh, we're looking to have somewhere between six and eight teams out there, get some good competition, uh, see some Division two teams, see some Division three teams. Um, then we kind of get into some portions with uh, dual tournaments and invitationals and opens where we get to see more of our, uh, our regional schedule or regional competition. Um, so that's kind of like the meet in the middle. Um, get Let these guys get some experience seeing those guys. We can start game planning, watching some film, and then – Obviously, end of the season, we get into a lot of our championship stuff with PAX and our duel with uh, with WJ, with Teal, um, the Messiah Open, kind of wrapping up there at the end of the season before the PAC tournament and regionals. Um, so there, it's pretty spread out. We got a good little uh, rhythm to it where it's not too many weigh-ins back-to-back and it's not guys weighing in Wednesday and Friday or Wednesday and Saturday. So have that week long Saturday to Saturday. We can get some good work in, make the adjustments, make sure we're managing our, managing our weight, um, doing the things we need to do nutritionally. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we got a good little schedule where we get to see a, a plethora of competition for sure. Who are some of the coaches that you've added uh, to help you along the way? So super excited. That was kind of a, uh, a bit of a process. I'm um, trying to find guys that uh, were working schedules, 
had some other jobs or families or kids or stuff like that that had the time to give. And um, starting this week, we got three guys that are coming to room with us. I'm I'm super excited about. Um, so assistance um, and Nick Garber, who was a Waynesburg Central grad, um, initially was going to Gardner Webb, ended up coming back to Waynesburg University wrestling there. Was a three time regional champ. Um, was a NCAA All American. Um, so obviously the guy's accolades speak for himself, but just an all around great dude. I've had a, a really, uh, a lot of converse, really good conversations with him. And, uh, he brings a lot to the table, not just on the, the side of what he can teach the kids and work with the kids, but teach them how to be good young men and work hard, and have the right mindset. Um, likewise with the other guys. So obviously you guys both know, and a lot of people that listen to this know, uh, Cole Homet. He's somebody that I've gotten to become closer with, have a lot of conversations with, um, is willing to kind of uh, give some of his time to come in, be a practice partner, roll with the guys, share the knowledge he has. And obviously we know the wrestler that he was, um, the things that he went through, but it, it's incredible to watch him roll around. He was in the room today and I got to see him kind of roll around after practice with a couple of our guys. And he, he still brings it. He still comes and he's got a lot, lot to go. And he's the way he's adjusted his wrestling and had to learn and expand. It's just going to add another level to what he can teach the guys. And then third is, uh, Name that may may or may not be familiar with, but Lanford Simpson, another guy uh, local to the area, um, went to Waynesburg, was a, a multi-sport athlete in high school, actually went to WVU to play football, um, was a stud football player, decided he wanted to wrestle again, wrestled at WVU as well. He was on team the team with uh, like Greg Jones and those guys, was their heavyweight, and he's a stud. He's been in a room with our heavyweights. Obviously, you know the success that the heavyweights have had the past, over the last 10, 12 years at Waynesburg. And he's been a large part of that, whether it's coming in, just being a body, a workout partner. Um, but I'm, the thing I'm really excited about him is like the kind of person he is. Like The guy runs probably every youth program that you can think of at Waynesburg. Um, he has, works his day job. He's a pastor. So he's in church on Sunday. Um, Still making it throughout the summer to Wednesday practices with some of our young guys. We were we had some clinics and practices for the local young guys. The guy works his butt off and is just a fantastic human being. That him being around, it's, I'm I'm super excited what these guys are bringing in to help help these guys out with. Yeah, man, it sounds like you have a great support system. That's very cool. Um, <clears throat> what are some uh, goals and expectations uh, that you have? Obviously, it's your first year. Um, but I know you, you're always, obviously we've had many conversations. You're a goal guy. Um, do you have any this year? Yeah, definitely. I mean, like you said, I'm a big goal guy. I like to set standards for myself and, and, and reach for the sky. Um, we're kind of in a mindset with the building blocks right now. We've had a lot of goal setting individual meetings with the guys and they kind of understand that the expectation right now is, is to compete, show up with a purpose. When you come to practice, when you go to class, the same intensity, the willingness to compete and, and win the opportunity that's in front of you. Now, I mean, nobody wins national titles in November. Uh, nobody's ranked number one without doing the work that's in front of them first. So taking care of the task that's at hand and what's in front of you and, and winning the day and just the willingness to compete. Like I, I preach to the guys, like media, the willingness to be okay, just being okay, being okay. And the mediocrity, and it, it'll be the death of you in your career as a wrestler or as you get, once we get out of college and we get on to life and, and work and stuff. And they've definitely adopted that. And they know, especially some of these older guys that battle with injuries. They know that the, the opportunities are, are few 
and four years is it seems like a long time but it's not it goes by quick so they're taking advantage of every opportunity and that's just kind of the page we're on to build the success we know we're going to compete hard the points are going to come the wins are going to come but we can only control what we can control and that's compete hard and 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 bring the intensity and have a purpose with everything you do uh do you guys are you going to have like a live stream or a way to watch the event we have a great uh, sports information director that, that streams our home matches, packs of pack events, all that kind of stuff. Um, we had some good team managers on the, on the side filming us. Um, so we'll definitely have a stream in some capacity, whether it's a live stream on Facebook or a stream through our website, but definitely make sure people can, can tune in and view that. Very cool, Aaron. Mark Ivano, any questions? No, man. I just want to thank Aaron for being on tonight. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, Aaron, anything else for us? Anything you want to shout out or anything like that? Um, Not to think off the top of my head. I mean, obviously, I appreciate you guys bringing me on. It's great exposure for the team, for our guys. And I, I really appreciate what you guys are doing for us coaches and for this sport. And whether you know it or not, it goes a long way. So, I mean, biggest shout out is to you guys, and I appreciate it. We appreciate it, Aaron. But just do us a favor, keep recruiting with your boys, and uh, you're you're welcome on here anytime you like, sir. That's what I like to hear, man. You know I will. It's right in the backyard. Well, we we want more of them. We had a bunch of them down this weekend for our homecoming, and hopefully some of them West Day and Waynesburg boys build some relationships there. We can keep bringing them out. So, but future's bright. I love that. Love it. Love it. Love it. Good stuff, Aaron. Thanks, man. Appreciate and uh, jack it up, baby. That's what I like. Jack it up. Let's do it, man. Good stuff, Aaron. We'll talk to you. Yeah, buddy. Thanks, man. Joining us now, we have head coach of Kent State University, Mr. Jim Andersey. How are you, sir? I'm doing pretty well. How about you guys? Not too bad, man. Super excited to have you on. Obviously, you got a couple of your boys on your on your uh, on your program there on your squad. So we're going to get into all that, man. Just excited to have you on and talk about your team. How's the offseason program gone so far? Well, we're in we're in full practices at this point. So we're you know, we're a week or a week and or 10 days away from competition. So not not that far away. Yeah, absolutely. And. How has, uh, you know, you've built your off-season program. Obviously, your season's starting off here pretty soon. Who are some of the leaders that you have identified? Well, uh, Jake Ferry's a, a six-year guy. Cody Kamara's a, a six-year guy. Our heavyweight is uh, um, Jacob Cover. He's a fifth-year guy. Tyler Bates is a fifth-year guy. Um Louis Noel, which I believe is a, a PA guy, is a 50-year guy. So, you know, a few of them have the six-year if they want to go for it, but I, everyone I've mentioned is going to be done after this year. So we'll have probably seven 50-year, fifth or six-year guys on our roster starting for us this year. Yeah, and you mentioned a couple of Whitfield boys in there, and uh, and Louis Noel and Cody Kamara, of course. Uh who are some of the freshmen that you've brought in or new names that you've brought in that, that maybe have turned your head in the practice room? Well, we got a guy named uh, um, Eli Ashcroft, who's from Missouri. He's a four-time state champ, and uh, we've been very, very impressed with him. I, we think that he'll take over for um, Cody next year. I'm pretty happy with where he's at. And, 
there's a, a guy that's ranked. I think he's a sophomore. He won Ironman at the middleweights. He has one loss. It's to Eli. He's a kid that is ranked number one in the country right now. I don't know his name off the top of my head. But he's a guy that, you know, could essentially go the next three years undefeated. And the only guy I'll ever lost to would be um, Eli Ashcroft in the semifinals of the, uh, what's that tournament? And it's the Stampede tournament, maybe in Missouri. Real huge tournament out there. Yep, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes, he won Ironman yeah. as a freshman. Then the next week he wrestled and lost to Eli. Um, I believe it was the semifinals at that tournament. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, he's a pretty good kid. He's doing really well academically. He's uh, he's done great. He's on a lot of academic money, which we can package things now, which makes it great. Um, and we're really excited about him. Um, Pito uh, Castro from a Louisville guy. Uh, he plays at the Ironman. I want to say he took six at the Ironman as well. He's done really, really well for us. We think he'll be a 41-pounder, probably take over for um, – Lewis Noel next year has a real good chance to take over for Lewis Noel next year. Um, he'll be redshirting this year. Uh, Blake Schaefer, he's a 190 pounder. He, he has an opportunity to start for us this year at one at, at 197. Um, but the ultimate goal for him is to to uh, redshirt or, or to wrestle this year, next year redshirt and turn, turn him into a heavyweight. See how he ends up. He's about six 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 seven somewhere there. He's just skinny right now. So we're trying do a little bulk job on him, huh? Yeah, that's what we're looking for. Because he can he moves like a little guy, but he, you know, he, and he's tall enough to to be a heavyweight. He just needs to gain some weight. Very cool. Um, so what's your coaching staff look like uh this year? Well, D- Danny Mitchum is still hit with us. You know, he, he wrestled for him, he was an all-American for us, he was a four-time national qualifier, uh, three-time Mac champ, um, was an all-American his senior year, lost in the round of uh 12, his uh, junior year at the national tournament around of eight, whatever it would be to, to place. Um, he's kind of been a little bit of every way. After he graduated, he, he uh, went to Army, coached at Army for a little bit. Um, from there, he wanted to go back into training, so he worked out at, like, the, the Cleveland State ROTC, coached with them for a little bit, and then we essentially he tried to make the Olympic team. When, when you know, I think it was like six years ago at this point, just decided to get back into coaching. We got him, and he's been with us ever since. Um, we hired a, a guy named Malik McDonald last year from North Carolina State. What, you got one more on here, I think, right? We got a guy named – we call him V. His name is Victoria Santillo. He wrestled, he's a local kid, wrestled for St. Ed's, went on, wrestled for uh, John Carroll, um, just pretty much is a, a guy that – he just does all the work that – I don't want to say that we don't want to do, but he's a guy we throw all the other stuff to, and he just does a great job of, of getting a lot of the busy work done so we can focus on, on – um, training our athletes for the most part. What are some of the goals and expectations you have for this team? Well, I think, you know, I don't know how much you know about our program and, and, and where you're at with it, but we were, you know, back about 10 years ago, we were, we were a pretty darn good program. We, we were competing for a Mac championship every year. It seemed like it was either us or central Michigan. Um, Missouri entered the, the um, conference. We ended up getting a new AD about that time. Um, that AD was not a wrestling fan and slowly just like ninja needled us and took things away little by little. Um, about five years we cut our about five years we cut our scholarships in half. So we went from 9.9 to five. It literally told us we had a week to get our numbers down. Um, so we lost about two years, about two and a half years of a of the recruiting cycle just because we couldn't recruit anybody. He got fired uh, last year. We brought in a new guy. Um, new guy was at Kent State as an administrator back when our teams are really good. 
He also, like I said, his name is Randall Richmond. He also was a local Akron guy, so he understands Northeast Ohio wrestling. And as soon as he came in, he gave us back our, our scholarships and gave us back a coach. So we lost a coach. That's when we hired Malik McDonald. So um, we're kind of, if you look at our team, we're, we're very old and then we're very young. We brought in 20 guys last year. So we have 20 freshmen. Um, and I, I kind of compare this freshman group to the Dustin Kilgore, Brendan Barlow, um, Nick Bedleyon group. Um, as There's far as some names there, my friend. Yeah, no, they all came in at one time. Keith Witt. Um, like I said, we, we kind of lived off those guys for quite some time. And I really do compare this recruiting class to theirs. It's by far the best I've had since that one. Um, like I said, you won't know, won't know a whole lot until I'll know a whole lot more in a few more weeks. And then, you know, another year, how these actually freshmen are going to turn out all in all. But right now, academically, they're killing it. They're doing all the, things, the right things in the room. We have had no, nothing at all um, happen socially, which Usually there's a freshman that gets in trouble here and there. And our guys have been great that way. Um, and they've just been doing very, very well in the wrestling room. They've been, you know, we're moving a lot faster with the freshman group than we have, than we ever have. So I'm really excited about this freshman group we have right now. Um, so, like I said, I think that the, the group we had, you know, can we contend with the, for, for a MAC championship this year with the group we have? I think if Jake Ferry, Cody Kamara, um, Enrique Mongulia can all get to the finals and figure out a way to win – you get three, you get three guys in the finals and the, and that can win it at this point. I think we can contend with anybody in the Mac because like I said, no one has those three guys winning. Well, maybe Cody, they might have winning, but no one has Jake winning. No one even has Enrique, you know, doing anything. And he, he's, he's probably the best guy in our room right now. So uh, I think all also, like I said, I think Lewis Noel improved so much last year. You know, I think the, I think some of these guys kind of had that, that COVID year where they, they just they didn't get a full year and they didn't get the whole the the, the development that they needed. So, um, guy like Lewis Noel, I think could do really well in our conference next year, this this upcoming year. So we got a lot of guys that you know Tyler Bates dropped a weight class. He placed, I want to say third or fourth at uh, one ninety seven. He's going back down to one eighty four where he should be. So we have the right pieces. It's just a matter of how we do at the end of the year. And like I said, that's <laughs> wrestling season so long. It's so brutal. You don't know what's going to happen until until we actually get there. But I think we have some pretty good pieces in place. Hopefully, stay healthy, get them to you know get them to stay focused, stay stay mentally prepared. And if they can, at the end of the year, wrestle their best, we'll be in a really good position. I think. And that and you kind of brought up my next question. And uh, we ask everyone this is kind of the the preview here. Uh, how did you build your schedule? You talk about how it's long and brutal. How did you build your schedule to kind of towards the success of March? Well, we go to a few tournaments right off the bat, and I don't know if it's the best thing or the worst thing. I, I, our goal is for some of these guys to just to get matches and hopefully to get some upsets and to beat people in the, the open tournaments or the tournament circuit, I guess you could say. So then we don't have to worry as much about trying to go out and, and, and to wrestle the Nebraska and get an upset. I, I personally believe it's easier to upset kids in tournaments than it is in a dual meet just because of the way it's – kind of like the importance you put on a, a dual meet. It's just really hard to go to – we're wrestling Ohio State this year, for example. It's probably our big duel. Besides that, most of our dual meets are, are with our conference, and we go to Virginia duels. Um, the reason why I go to Virginia duels is I've always gone there, and our team has always done really well at that point in the year. This year we're going to be wrestling three power five schools or, you know, there. So I'm hoping that we can do wrestling our best and we can upset some guys. But like I said, we go to we, – we have clearing on our schedule. We're not taking a lot of our starters. 
but we've built it. So we're taking all of our, our whole entire team. Now with the new rule, all our freshmen are going to be there. So all 20 kids will be wrestling at that. We're going to pay for it. We get to coach them. It's, it's actually, we're really looking forward to seeing our freshmen. Then we go to uh, um, Appy state, which is a team tournament. We're allowed taking 15 guys here. We're going to take our 10 starters plus the next five best guys that did well at, um, that did well at um, Clarion. And if it's five freshmen that we're taking, we're going to take the five freshmen. So they get another opportunity to wrestle one of their, another one of their five matches. That's followed by Navy. Um, I think Navy will be the first tournament where we don't have as many freshmen with us just because of the, the pure numbers. But in the same sense, if there's a guy like Eli Ashcroft that, you know, maybe he's, he's the 11th best guy because he's behind Cody Kamara, but he's that next guy. Maybe we'll get all three of his competitions right at the bat. Um, just so we don't have, you know, just you get five. So we might use all three just so he gets more experience in tournaments like this. We're going to kind of play that by year. Um, you know, and then we get, we have the Thanksgiving break. We send all our team home and then we come back and we go to Vegas again, which I think it's, you know, it's right up there with, in my opinion, um, Southern scuffle, Southern scuffle, a little different because you can take so many people there and the brackets are bigger. But you're seeing a lot of the West Coast teams that you don't get to, you know, if you're an East Coast team, you don't get to see as much. So we all, we've been going to Vegas forever. Um, and then we come back and, and like I said, we wrestle Ohio State the following week. And then we kind of get into the Virginia duels. We've done some more events. And then pretty much at the end of the year or, or the second half, it's all conference duel meets. When are your wrestle-offs and do you guys have a streaming service where we can watch all your matches? Well, it, it's kind of – it's a great question to ask. And we've had it some years. We haven't had it. Um, I have to go to a, a family wedding out of town. I leave actually uh, first thing Thursday morning. This is the weekend we usually do it. Um, we decided as a coaching staff and as, as administration that we're going to do all our wrestling matches in our wrestling room. No, no one's going to see them. They're all, we're going to know, but I really don't hold. It's always different. It's always yeah. different. And you know, we've had a bunch of different coaches on and, some guys like we got to do it under the lights, and other guys are like we do it in the room. It's definitely a, a you know, it's a not a one size fits all question. Yeah, and like I said, we in the past we've always done them. My philosophy right now is because we have so many seniors and so many guys that we believe we know who the starters are. Is that I, I don't I don't want I don't want guys not to practice with each other and not to not to work out in the room. And you know, I think when you have two kids that are right there and they're both head to head, they kind of steer away in the wrestling room when my belief is get in the room that guy's going to make you better and and you should be wrestling him every single day we figure out our starters through our first three tournaments that's the way we've always done it um you know my thing is if, if and i can give you a few examples we've had over the years where kids in the room you know even wrestle-offs we had kids win the wrestle-offs kids better in the room and all of a sudden the other kid goes to these tournaments and he does better he beats guys that the other guys losing to and at the end of the day he's a better you know match wrestler and he's not as good as in the room i want guys that are going to go out and compete and, and and understand that competing is what we're doing and understand that in our room it's practicing and you should be able to make mistakes and you should be able to try things and you should be able to not worry about hey i didn't get a takedown or, or i'm not the best guy today um but I'm, I'm working hard and i'm trying to try new things and ultimately trying to figure out what works that didn't work in the past um and we preach it all the time in our system that not you know don't don't veer away from the, the guy at your weight class go wrestle him so you know, if, if you're close to them, hopefully one of these guys can learn from each other and, and make that next step who it is. And and a lot of times we have to force some of the, the guys to work out. We have to put them together and we have to tell them to wrestle each other. But like I said, at the end of the day, I could really care less who wins in my wrestling room. I want guys just to work hard, 
try different things. Dustin Kilgore used to get taken down all the time. And some people are like, what do you mean he got taken down all the time? He used to get taken down all the time. He used to get ridden out, but he used to try different things. And when he wrestled in the in the in the matches, he was almost like a different person because he felt more confident because he knows what worked and what doesn't work. Um, and that's what I want you to do, you know, in our room nowadays. He's he's a perfect example. Um, so so at the end of the day, we just want guys to to work hard and do all the right things in the room. And and at the end, we'll figure out who the best guys are. And you know. I always, I love hearing the kids come back and say, you know, either through the transfer part of it or a kid who didn't make, he's like, well, the coach didn't give me an opportunity. I was winning in the wrestling room. The end of the day. And I tell this to parents, I'm a wrestling coach. I'm paid to win wrestling matches along with a bunch of other things, but I want to give, I want to, whoever's going to give me the best chance to win that dual meet. That's who I want to wrestle. So why would I sit the best guy? Now, if you have guys that aren't working hard, or if you have guys that aren't doing the right things socially, or if you have guys that aren't academically doing the right things, those are reasons why you don't start them. But if you're doing all the right things and you're the best guy, you're wrestling for me on my team. Love that answer, Coach. Uh, just one more question. Uh, anyone you want to shout out before we leave you go? I, I, like I said, I, I'm really excited about this team. I think we got a lot of guys. We got a lot of freshmen. Like I said, I can't even name them all. We got we brought in 20, which is the largest recruiting class we've ever had. Um, I, like I said, I, I know Cody Kamara is a local guy in your area. He's that's my six- guy, man. I yeah. love Cody. You know, that's my guy. Oh, yeah. Him and him and Jake Ferry are both six-year guys. And if you would have asked them last year at this time period, they would have said they weren't coming back. And uh, both of them were able to get back for that six-year, which, you know, a lot of times you look at wrestling like, do you want this guy back? Or, you know, it's six years. Can they do it again? Is it too much of a grind? I think both these guys, both their best wrestling is ahead of them. And I'm really excited about them. I think, I think Cody Kamara winning the MAC tournament last year has given him so much more confidence that, it's like the first time I've actually seen him believe that he can beat anybody, you know, and, and it's kind of got him over that little hurdle that, that, that he faced mentally and in, in the past year. So I'm really excited about him actually how he starts off. And I think a, a big thing for him has always been consistency. So I'm looking for his consistency to jump up huge volumes this year as he, as he competes for us. Cody Kamara, double K, you know, you're my man. I, uh, I appreciate you out there, buddy. I'm looking forward to watching you do things, big things, and obviously your coach believes in you too. Yeah, uh, we we joke around real quick. Story we joke around with Cody. Cody came in in his first year, um, kind of a junkyard dog, and just we, we joke around with our with our younger guys that the, the the old Cody, the old Cody wouldn't even recognize the young Cody, or vice versa. Um, they wouldn't recognize each other because they're so much different from when he came in compared to where he's at now, but. He's come a long, long way as far as where he's at, doing the right things. It's like his first two years, it was a battle with him, trying to get him to be more consistent and do the right things. But uh, somewhere in there, he kind of learned and focused, and I think he, he wanted to be great. So he really changed the way some of his habits that he did. And, and he's a perfect example of the like, – a lot of the guys we get are like him at Kent, um, but if you just keep sticking to it and you keep grinding, um, you, can, you, can, you can do great things. And like I said, I didn't think he'd be on our team – after the, you know, actually in the middle of his first year, I'm like, man, this kid's never going to make it. He does all the wrong things. And here we are six, six years later, and we're, we were begging him to come back for another year, and it worked out for us, I think. Oh, man, that's, Coach, incredible <laughs> stuff. I love that. I've known Cody for a long time, so that that hits home. Good stuff, as always. Coach, thank you so much for coming on and hanging out. And, you know, as we get into the season and postseason, we're definitely going to have you on more. Love to, yeah, you have my number now. You know where to get me, and I, I would love to promote our wrestling team. 
Um, if you go to YouTube, we have, uh, you guys know Zeb Miller? Absolutely. Zeb Miller's a wrestling guy. I, I coached him back when he was at Kent. He does, he's doing a podcast for us. We're actually paying him, but it's a, it's a buy. It's once a month. And then when the season comes, it's twice a week. It's called, um, it's called Kent, Kent wrestling talk. And it's just a podcast. You can look at, look it up on YouTube, find it. It kind of, we've had two episodes so far. It just kind of tells you where we're at in the season. Hopefully once the season begins, we can kind of break down some things. A lot of these coaches nowadays get on their computer and they type and they, they send out these newsletters Man, I, I just, I'm not a typer. I'm not, I'm, my English isn't the best as far as writing it out. I'd rather get on and talk with someone. So me and me and him decided to do it. And uh, um, it, it, my administration loves it because now they're begging me to do a newsletter through, I have to, so I have to type it. So it's something that you can find almost, it's, it's everywhere from what people are telling me. So if you're interested to find out more about Kent State on a regular basis, check out our uh, podcast with Zeb Miller. It's called Wrestling Talks. Good stuff as always. And always spreading the good word, man. Good word as wrestling talk. I could talk about it all day. Yep. Thank you so much, Coach, for, for coming on and hanging out with us, man. We really appreciate it. And thank you. I'll come back anytime. Thanks a lot. Now that's all the time we have for you on the NCAA preview. Now, I'm so excited to announce our next project, the Whippeal preseason preview. I did this last year, had a lot of success. You guys really seemed to like it. Had a bunch of different coaches on. This year, I'm going over the amount of coaches that we did last year, uh, trying to get a bunch of triple A and double A schools uh, on the show. Can't wait to release it and uh, just have you guys uh, check it out.